0: Reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavad, Anchilila 3, Chapter 509. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Bhagavate
1: Vasudevaya.
0: Om namo, vasudevaya. Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Bhagavata Shastra Se Bhaktira Takhakahi Te She Bhagavata Sama Koni Shastranahi Because Srimad Bhagavatam glorifies devotional service, there is no literature equal to it. Om Magana GANANJANA SHALAKAYA TAKSU RUNMULU TAM YENA TASMAI SHRI GURUVE NAMAH SRI CHETANYAMANO BISTHAM STAPITAM YENA VUTALAY SAYAM RUPAKADAMAYAM dadati SAPADANTIKAM VANCHA KALPA TURUBYAS CHA KRIPASINDU VAYEVA CHA PATITANAM PAVANEBYO NAMO NAMAH Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Gadadhar Shivas Adhi or Mahtavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna, Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare. So um can everyone hear me? Yes, yes. yes. It's yes, okay. Lord, I- okay this, I, let me just see if if this will be better. Okay. How is that? Can you still hear me? Yes. Okay. So let's put this in in in, in context. Lord is traveling and uh, we see his dealings with different people. And his main dealing is Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Doya Koro More Patita Pavana Hetu Tava Avatar. This av- avatar, Patita Pavana Hetu, the cause of him coming Petit Pavana, the people that are fallen. So a lot of the, that's the external reason. The internal reason is to relish, for God to relish the happiness and love of his topmost devotee, Sri Radha, at the height of her love. So these two things will either see him tasting or distributing. And when he does Harinam Sankirtan, he does both. He both tastes and distributes at the same time. So we get to see this one person he's meeting David on the pandit it, it, I think it's I'm not sure if it, there's another story about him in the in the in the Chaitanya Bhagavad it's the Chaitanya Charitamrita but he's a learned pandit but because and, and he, he's from Navadri, but because he has no faith he doesn't understand Lord Chaitanya And I discussed this many times and we basically have the same audience, how faith is the precursor of knowledge. But he gets that faith by seeing Lord Chaitanya's disciple because Sishya, I heard this from one sadhu in Vrindavan, I don't have the Sanskrit derivative. Sishya means one who takes the mood of the guru. So you can get faith in someone by the company he keeps. One time I had some problems with with someone and then he became friends with one of my disciples. And then I met him in Govardhan where, anyway, there's a mutual kind of like, he apologized, I apologized, whatever. And his reason was, is because he was, Became friends with one of my disciples, and he said, The fruit does not fall far from the tree. They have nice English idioms. The fruit does not fall far from the tree. So, Lord Chaitanya's disciple here is Vikreshra Pandit, and, and Devananda Pandit somehow hosts them. We discussed this point. Uh, so much and i'm just seeing it i'm just seeing it how actually i was just anyway it's not, i just meditate i visited my my um niece yesterday she lives down the block and uh this is the first time i actually because covid and everything and i i are fairly close and uh i went to her house and she loves it here. She just bought a house in Catskill. And she loves it here. And she's she's got a lot of emotional intelligence and it just makes many friends and cool friends. So she loves the social life here. So this is the niece that came to Vrindavan and traveled for three weeks with Lila Velasini around India. So she has great affinity for me. but I just saw... She has such a great social life here. But I just thought she so has so much potential for devotional service, but that's where you'll go. You'll go where your sangha is. It's such an important factor. In the Jiva Dharma, This one story of a materialist who comes to Krishna consciousness. Because his sons... His children, when he when, when he goes on a pilgrimage, his children steal his money and lock him out of the house. But the, but the, but why did they do that? Because he was in a place called Saptagram that was very very pious, and people would serve the Brahmins and the Vaishnavas. But he was very miserly, and his children became that way. So it, it, it and, and this is, mudjam Beginning, middle, advanced, you'll move according to your association. You'll move according to your association. So if you get good association in a good community, you start to move. And if you have, if you don't have that, and th- this is also community here, we have to take advantage of it. That's why I'm so blessing everyone that comes on the sangha because if i have some responsibility this for the people here in their spiritual life i know that as this becomes their sangha then they move forward that's the way it is so anyway preacher of pandit was an ecstatic person especially he, he his dancing just continued to always dance Um, there's one person in Vrindavan, it was really interesting. He never stopped dancing. Never stopped dancing. Never stopped dancing. And he had one son. And no one knew even how he maintained the family because he never stopped dancing. He never stopped dancing. He never stopped dancing. dancing. And his son became such a good devotee. (laughs) He was one of the main people in 24 hour kirtan. So the Pandit would dance and in ecstatic symptoms. And that gave Devananda Pandit the faith where he was able to understand Lord Chaitanya. And by that faith, and then when he understood Lord Chaitanya, he understood how he disrespected him. And then he became remorseful and he was forgiven. And then he took instruction because he saw independent of that, he was screwing up. Independent of that, God was before him. As I, I, I quote this often, cause it's so relevant. Gopinath was the brother-in-law of Sarvabhava Bhattacharya, and the three of them were together. And Gopinath Acharya just looked at his impersonalist brother-in-law at that time, sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, and said, even though the Supreme Personality of Godhead is standing before you, you cannot understand them because you think of yourself as a separate and independent God. Consciousness and attitude affect perception. That's the whole idea with, 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 we studied the nine cantos before the 10th. Because if the consciousness and attitude is not purified, even though you hear the truth, you'll not understand the truth. Even though you'll see the truth, you you, you, you will not understand it as truth. But now he does. And he's been teaching Bhagavatam, and that's all he's been teaching. And he asks, now, how should I, I, how should I, what's the essence of this book, and how should I teach it? And, and Lord Chaitanya tells him that the essence from the beginning, the middle, is nigamakalpataroa galitam palam sukhamukar amrita drabjabat vibhita bhagavatam rasam. It, 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 it's rasa, it's devotion, it's love, and that's the theme everywhere. It's that feeling. It's it, 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 it's it. it, it there's, a, there's a supreme Lord, and our relationship with Him. So everything is rasa. You feel it everywhere. It's being expressed. This is the object of love. This is the the subject of love. These are the feelings of love. And that's, that pervades the whole thing. And, and then I finally had the perfect example because the commentary by Vishwanath Chakrabati Thakur was, it was just like a mango without a seed. And you, you know, you, you, you eat the whole thing. There's no part that's wasted because, you know, I'm, I'm expert at cutting mangoes, you know, and, and but, you know, then you get the seed. You got to throw the seed. But it's like, and then when I went to Colombia and I first visited Shama Sundari's house and his fa- her father put a bowl of mangoes and I started doing the Indian style. You bite the top, and then you kind of squeeze it around and you suck it out from the top and say so you eat a mango. and you, But he said, no, no, you eat the whole thing. You eat, everything is tasty. So those are my favorite fruits. The mangoes, which you eat completely whole. And and so it's like that about this book. It's, a lot, but it, 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 it's not like a strategy to get you someplace. It is the place. That's bhakti. Bhakti is the strategy, strategy to get you to a place, and it's the place at the same time. Bhakti, Sanjayate Bhakti. The goal is bhakti, the process is bhakti. So it's bhakti, it's devotional service. And because Srimad Bhagavatam, he says, he glorifies that, there's no literature equal to that. And it's really talking about spiritual literature. So there's a goal. And according to the philosophy of the Gita, the philosophy of the Bhagavatam, of all the Vedas, I am to be known. And what does it mean to, to know God? To know, And I explain this, you know, a priojan a tattva. What, what is the goal? What's the priojan? It's prema. But how do you get prema? Well, there's a a, a sambandigyan means basically a metaphysics. Well, Krishna and his energies is reality. Then abhideya tattva, what is the means of realizing that? Our abhideya tattva is bhakti. And Pyojana, what's the goal? Frame. When you know God, you love God. When you know God, you love God. I am the source of the material and spiritual. The wise who know this engage in my devotional service. We actually feel God because that's prema is the energy between beings who have relationship and to feel that energy for everything which is god consciousness prema pumarta mahan the art the mahan the thing that has the value or the goal mahan the greatest value or goal that's prema and, and what else can be that goal So the book that glorifies that, there's no equal to that. And that's the history of the Bhagavatam. That's the history of the Bhagavatam. It, it's the presentation of the Vedas, and, and that's the goal of the Vedas. And then Vyasadeva, right? He's, he's, he's the editor of the Vedas, so he's, he has substantial leeway to do it takes the one, divides it into four, presents the message in story forms, codifies the knowledge. And then in the maturity of his realization, he figures out how to present the essence of that Vedas in a very palatable, sweet and accessible way. So therefore, according to the Bhagavatam, according to the history of the Bhagavatam, and according to our reasonable, and w- which has a reasonable logical basis, rasa, bhai, saha, that, 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 that's what it's all about. I, I think everybody basically agrees with that. If they don't have the philosophy, what it's about, it's about love. Now, you may have different conceptions of where you get it you may have different conceptions about where you get that love. I'm ready today. Whether it's family whether it's family whether it's altruism whether it's but that basically is accepted as a common goal it's love and those feelings that we have that's the most treasured thing. And what we say is that's what makes the world go round, that's the ultimate reality, that's what we're made to realize, but on a universal level, which is called God consciousness. As the various incarnations of the Lord headed by and Korma appear and disappear, the Srimad Bhagavatam, which is not composed by man, appears and disappears by its own sweet will. So we know this from the, the, the Gita that the knowledge was lost, and then it doesn't mean it it, it, it this it, it means like the sun sets, it doesn't mean the sun doesn't exist. There's sometimes for different reasons, knowledge is lost and it, it, it disappears. And it's just like even It's, uh, yeah, uh, it's like throwing pearls to a swine. If people become faithless, then the knowledge is withdrawn because it has no value. People will not accept it. They won't value it. And we know karmically there's many universes and many different situations and people are placed accordingly. And there's seasons There's cosmic seasons. Just like there's winter, spring, summer, fall. There's there's satya, treta, dwarf, uh, kali. The cosmic seasons. And in a particular cosmic season, it disappears. And there's karmic people that are somehow Their karma is is to be there when it disappears. Simply by the mercy of Krishna and the devotion of Vyasadeva, Srimad Bhagavatam manifested from the tongue of Vyas. So Vyas in Sanskrit means editor. Vyasadeva means saintly editor. And just like Lord Brahma, if there's no person pious enough and qualified to take the post, then God takes the post himself. Theosidab is saintly editor. And what he does is he takes a body of knowledge and he communicates it. That's what an editor does. Good editors are so valuable. it's amazing. That's what they do. They take what you are saying and make sure that that's what the audience understands. And they're very expert at doing it. So they're not changing your message, they're making your message understood. Right, I mean, just like I know sometimes there's controversy about Prabhupada's books, editing Prabhupada's books, you're changing Prabhupada's books. Editing means changing. I mean, so it's not a question of editing. That's what editing means. Now you say it's changed too much or something, you may get in that controversy. But I think sometimes when people are uneducated, they just say, well, they changed it. Then you can discuss whether it's changed too much or not. But Ch- Prabhupada wanted his books edited because he wanted his books understood. That's all. So... The Srimad Bhagavatam is, is an incomprehensible, is as incomprehensible as the science of the Supreme Lord. This is the statement of all scriptures. Because it's not just ink and paper, the Bhagavatam. It, it's a divine message and it's God. And I think people who study Shastra, they have this revelation. That it, it's not, and I, I gave a I give a simple ana- analogy. When when you you can't know a person by analysis, you can only know a person by love. Because a person can be known only to the extent that they give them themselves to you. Most of a person is not intellectually analyzed. Most of a person is their love. They are a daughter, they are a mother, they are a friend, they are a lover. That's most of who we are. Most of who we are is our, our, our personality and relationships. We manifest ourselves in relationships. That's why the highest manifestation of God is Krishna. Why? Because it's Akila, Rasam, Rita, Murti. It's the full embodiment of his, of his love. Is stranger you don't know. You can't know someone just by reading them, or you, you know them when you love them and they give themselves to you. And it's the same thing with the Bhagavatam. That's why it has to be read in a in, in a particular way, at least with devotion and humility. So one who thinks I understand Srimad Bhagavatam does not know the glories of Bhagavatam. It's, you see, such great scholars and they miss the message. I, there was one scholar in India. He was famous. I don't want to mention names, but he had memorized 6,000 books. And when you meet, when you meet, what really a scholar is and their capacity. When Prabhupada came to Dallas and it was really austere in those beginning days of Iskara. You didn't have any money. The only food was the temple prasad. No air conditioning. Dallas is so hot. in the the summer, we'd be sleeping in the halls. You know, I I mean, it was just so austere. But what was great is the Devi prasadam. Somehow or other Prabhupada empowered people to cook. That was incredible. Incredible. And so Prabhupada came to Dallas and there was a school. And I, I remember he taught the Bhagavad Gita in the morning. And I remember the verse he taught. And I remember how he chanted it. Marcha sparsas the non permanent appearance of happiness and distress and the disappearance in due course of time is like the changing of the summer and winter season, and one should learn to tolerate them. And he taught the Chaitanya Charitamrita in the evening. He didn't do the Bhagavatamrita at that time. So he's trying to figure it out. You know, you have to understand, like Prabhupada was managing this whole burgeoning society without really qualified people. It's like, you know, and he had to do something. He had to somehow make it work. And he had to be detached because he couldn't really control it. And there was no cell phones, you know, there, there was, it wasn't even a fax. What was it called a telegram? He couldn't call any place. When I grew up, I went to college. You couldn't call home. You, if your friend was in New Jersey in New York, you couldn't call him. It was like a dollar fifty for the first minute and seventy five cents for every other minute. AT and had this incredible monopoly phone. You couldn't do that. So Prabhupada just had to have like such faith in Krishna. He had to have such faith in Krishna. So he came to the, the Gurukul in Dallas, and you know, like hundreds of ki- kid kids, children, and, and you know, trying. So he had to try to figure out what to do. So he said, Well, we want everybody to learn a verse today. day." So then the temple president, Dayananda Purus, so he said, So, how are we gonna do this? Right? He said, Well, we'll give a Maha plate to anyone who learns a chapter by heart. A Maha plate. And you don't know what a Maha plate meant to you. When we were just eating the Pasadam and our cook wasn't that good at the time either. You know, and that's all you got. We were poor. There was no money. That's what we got. So when I heard I can get a Maha play, I started learning the Gita. And when I first came, I was washing the pots. I was very expert at washing the pots. Then they figured out that I had an education. They made me a teacher. I learned 10 chapters by heart. I learned 10 chapters by heart. And I was getting those Maha plates. The Raj Bogue. And to this day, no one knows how to make a samosa. I can tell you that right now. If you saw the samosas, that it was very dark inside. It was the cauliflower and peas, and they were kind of roasted. It was Now you get this kind of light potato filling. It wasn't like that. And the dough, they, they, everything from the glove jubbins, which you guys brought back from uh bhakti bandav. Uh, oh, those are real glove jubins. The they, science it comes in in parampara. So um now I forgot my point. This is embarrassing. I was just talking. Come on, help you. What was my Oh yeah, right. Thank you. Very good. So there, there was. I, I memorized the Gita. So it memorized six thousand books. And then he was doing his worship, and he had different things. And there was a, there was a Shiva linga, and a, a rat came and passed stool, and he 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 gave up. He, he made a, he, he gave up from that. He, he lost all faith in shastra. He, 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 you know, he gave up deity worship. <laughs> but he knew 6,000 books. It's not just intellect. It's not just intellect. And that's why the Bhagavatam, and, and that's what I, I understood really clearly, why there's only 172 verses about Radha and Krishna. 172 basically sentences. Why isn't it so elaborate like prose and describing all the detail? Because it's not. It, 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 you'll just project your own consciousness on it. It's not that they can elaborately explain it and you'll understand Radha and Krishna. It's your devotion and your mood. And then you have the template there of those words. And then you pray to those words. And then you surrender to those words. And then they reveal themselves to you. And that's my experience of studying the Shastra, that, that things come out of the page. And it's revelatory. It may even be personal. It may even be an insight that was never written before. Because it's God and it's God speaking. So he's saying this here. But if a foolish person takes shelter of Srimad Bhagavatam, The purport of Srimad Bhagavatam is revealed to him. Sharana means shelter. This is interesting. I'm going to write about it this week. Sharanagati means going or coming. The word is going. Sharanagati is going, but it means going. It's actually coming. Coming for shelter. So Satyahari, my my friend who is a disciple of Yogi Bhajan and then got initiated in the Gaudiya Math. And he said, one of his teachers said that when you translate words into other languages, they become impregnated with the usage in that language. So see how different Sharanagati, going for shelter is than the word surrender, which is impregnated in the English word language with oppression and force. And that doesn't have any of the connotation. It doesn't really have the connotation of sharanagati. You surrender where you get shelter. (laughs) Not you surrender where someone bullies you, (laughs) forces you. You surrender where you get shelter. And we need shelter. Because we're not independent. We need shelter. We can't figure it out ourselves. Ourselves, so we need knowledge we're incomplete in ourselves so we need love <laughs> and the ultimate shelter is what? God the ultimate shelter is bhakti it's love because that's what we need more than anything else so the Srimad Bhagavatam is filled with ecstatic love it is the body of Lord Krishna, all confidential pastimes are described in it. So prema mayi bhagavata, Mai means full. It's full with prema. Sri Krishnera Anga. And it is the Anga. It is the body, it is the body of Krishna. Hate kohena Yata Gopya Krishna Ranga. And in it, the Ranga, the pastimes of Krishna are described. It's a form of Krishna in message. And, 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 and this is an amazing phenomena. We see it, we see it within the material phenomena, that there are things. That can become other things. Iron becomes fire. Sand, you know, it can put fire out. Water boils, becomes heat, but doesn't become light. But iron rod actually becomes the fire. So it's the same thing with, it's the same thing with forms of Krishna, authorized forms, they can become God. Authorized sounds, they can become God. Mantras. And authorized messages, they can become God. And someone who studies the Bhagavatam regularly can experience that. Can experience something beyond and I like how Prabhupada put in one purport. He said, you know, it's not it's not like a, we shouldn't misunderstand it that it's an electric shock. I, I forgot. I yeah. Was it, yeah, Krishna Shetra Maharaj, he came to my Puri Yatra and he organized like original dramas or something. I forgot, I don't know how it was, but one year part the Goswami participated in one of the dramas. And you hardly ever see him. Very rare to ever see him because he's just doing he's not well and he does his bhajan. But somehow I remember there was a drama of he's playing a guru and he <laughs> like, has you know. I guess he tickled him, you know, he's trying to enlighten him, but you know. Dr- It's not just an electric shock. But it's not an intellectual process either. It's using the intellect in Krishna's service. And then the reciprocation comes and you understand the message. So after compiling the Vedic literatures and the Puranas, Vyasanev did not feel satisfied. So this this dissatisfaction is a wonderful thing. Because if we weren't dissatisfied, we wouldn't know something's wrong. So the nature of pain is to indicate that something's wrong and therefore to correct it. And the correction of of it is worth the pain you suffered to understand it. Or like a disease, if there was no pain, you just die. But now you have pain, you can cure the disease. So thank God there was the pain. Because you didn't have the pain, you'd never know there was the disease. But as soon as Srimad Bhagavatam manifested on his tongue, his heart was filled with joy. So the whole story was very, he, look at his sincerity. He was dissatisfied. So he tried to find out the cause. And then he understood, and this is the root of dissatisfaction, he hadn't sufficiently glorified or served God. And that's the root of this this dissatisfaction. And then he went in his heart, and when he was hankering to understand it, that internal voice of sincerity was heard by God who inspired in the heart of his guru to come and reconfirm what was in his heart so that he can understand that it was in his mind? Because a sincere person just doesn't get the gut reaction. This is the truth. They, they have to get it oh, sometimes, but generally, it has is it my mind or is it God in the heart? And God appeared externally. As guru, and, 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 can, and said, you, you haven't sufficiently glorified Krishna. That's our problem. I know it. If I go at the end of my day and wake up the next morning, it's just a, a, a meter for me. Wake up in the morning, it's a meter for me for my last day. And when I sit in the morning and I meditate, then you feel it in the consciousness. Oh, Brahmin, listen sincerely. I tell you that some people even become perplexed after reading such a literature. Some people become perplexed. They don't understand it. So what should I do? Well, people can become complex. They'll read, they'll read the 10th canto with the gopis. They'll think it's a sex literature. They'll hear a few. They'll take some verses at it. And we see that actually within the modern Krishna conscious society. There's many opposing views. They're all based on the Bhagavatam. But which is it? There is a truth in the Bhagavatam. There is a truth. But... But people can become perplexed when they don't learn it through a teacher. Because then you can project your own motives on the text. Acharya pur Veda. Acharya means one who selects. They'll select according to the truth. You'll select according to your desires. You'll select according to your agendas sometimes some of the worst consciousness and worst things we see are supported by the Bhagavatam. I'm going to be a Brahman now. We're going to speak the truth. And according to the truth, this and this and this and this, and therefore you're a cheater and you're a rascal and you're this. Without the actual Adhikar. Any, you know, we're such rascals, we can use anything to to serve our our lower nature that's why it's considered um, it's considered a sin to strengthen papa budhi it's a sin to, to to commit sin on the strength of chanting and what does that mean we know that chanting is so powerful and then we start doing some activities so we'll be purified and the mentality will enter. Well, I'm, I'm chanting and okay, I'll do this. I'll be purified. But what's the sin? Just look how you're using the holy name. It's like taking the the, the embroidered deity cloth and blowing your nose. <laughs> you take the holy name in the service of your sins. So people can use the Bhagavatam. And they do use the Bhagavatam. When you go to India, there's all these Bhagavatam reciters, seven day, and and they have motive, they're doing it for money. And they're so attractive and they sing songs and they know the, but that you never get the message. And Prabhupada talked about that with the Bhagavad Gita. He said before Bhagavad Gita as it is, No one who read the Gita surrendered to God. Sharanagati took shelter of God. No one took shelter of God before Bhagavad Gita as it is. So so I'm telling you, people become perplexed reading it and teaching it if they don't have the meter. Therefore, you should explain devotional service in the beginning, middle, and end of Srimad Bhagavatam. Then you will no longer commit any offense. And you will immediately become joyful in heart. All the scriptures glorify devotional service to Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam is especially filled with the mellows of devotional service to Krishna. Sakala Shastre Matre Krishna Bhakti Koi, Sheshe Sri Bhagavata, Krishna Rasa Moy. It's filled with rasa. Maya or Mayi means to be filled. I had one disciple called Krishna Mayi, the name for she's filled with Krishna. Krishna Mayi. All scriptures glorify devotional service. Sakala means all. Shastra, Matra, Krishna, Bhakti, Koi. They glorify Krishna Bhakti. The Sheshe. The sheshe means specially. The sheshe, Sri Bhagavata, especially the Bhagavat. Go and teach Bhagavatam by explaining the nectarian devotional service of Krishna. After hearing the Lord's instructions, Devananda Pandit offered his full obeisances and considered himself fortunate After offering the Lord repeated obeisances, he meditated on the lotus feet of the Lord with full concentration as he departed. In this way, Lord Gura revealed the glories of Srimad Bhagavatam to everyone. Devotional service is the only topic described in the Bhagavatam. Nothing else is explained in the beginning, middle, or end. One who teaches Srimad Bhagavatam, but does not explain devotional service, speaks uselessly and commits offense. Which evidently he was doing. Srimad Bhagavatam is the direct form of the mellows of devotional service. One who understands this becomes dear to Krishna. Murti Manta Bhagavata Bhakti Rasa Matra. No inauspiciousness can enter a house wherein Srimad Bhagavatam is kept. By worshipping Srimad Bhagavatam Krishna's worship, the reading and hearing of Bhagavatam awards one devotional service. There are two types of Bhagavata, namely the book Bhagavata and the person who has attained the mercy of Krishna. One of the Bhagavata is the great scripture, Srimad Bhagavatam. The other is pure devotee absorbed in the mellows of loving devotion. It is true that one who regularly worships, hears, reads, or sees Srimad Bhagavatam will become a Bhagavata. Yet after reading this Trimad Bhagavatam, some sinful people blaspheme Nityananda without knowing his glories. Lord Nityananda is the personification of devotional mellows of, of one who knows this becomes most fortunate. That's like another subject now because he glorified the Bhagavatam. And now one of the main themes of Vindavan Das Shmuna, when, when you t- when you go and with Leela to um, Mayapur, you go to Mamgachi, the the birthplace of Vrindavan Das Thakur. And then they, there used to be a place there uh, in Mamgachi where there was this great saint that lived there. And I have pictures of myself with him. And with and he stayed there since he was young when it was a jungle. Somehow it was a pastime place, of course, birthplace. So they established deities there. And there were pythons and tigers and, and, and the stories this person tells. And whenever you would come, whenever you would come, he'd get up and cook and feed. We we'd bring Groups there, and he'd be just so happy. But that's the birthplace of Vrindavan Das Kapkor. What a wonderful! And we used to be able to go there by boat because it's Navadweep, it's nine islands. So you go on the Ganga, but the water shifts sometimes, or the water is too low. We used to take a boat, and then you go, and then you kind of get up the thing, and then you do kirtan to the place, and then have. But Sachinandana Swami said that even when the dams become covered, there's always, there's always, it always reveals, especially Vrindavan is so big, it always manifests itself. The, the original Vrindavan always manifests itself. But still, there's such exciting places. Just like if you go across the Jamuna, there's nothing there. You know, you go there, there's nothing there. It's like farmland and you walk and there's some villages and then there's Manasarovara. Manasarovara? Just in the middle, there's a little temple and beautiful, sacred little pond. And then you can go to the place. It takes about a 40-minute walk where Lakshmi is doing austerities so that she one day may enter into the Rasa dance. And there's a little ashram there. Uh, I I applied two days ago for my visa to India. Let's see how, can't buy a ticket. Let's see what Krishna does. But I am so much hankering. It would be like a dream. to step foot in the holy land of Vrindavan. And one of the fir- first thing I'm going to do is when I get there, I'm going to take a taxi and go and bathe erotically, respectfully. Next thing I do, I'm going to walk around govardhan Hill until my feet fall off. Until my feet fall off, I'm going to walk around govardhan Hill. Next thing I'm going to do, I'm going to go to my friend Sridhar, who I made famous all over the world. Take those bridge bossy rotis. I can't believe if I can see him again. But I hope he's still alive. You know, you never can tell what happens. And, yeah. Okay. Um Jumune Jaya, yeah, you still are you there? You had to go. Yeah, hi,
1: Mirage. Thank you for class. I, I love that last reflection. I could see you being in all those places. It was, <laughs> it was so touching. Um, but I was reflecting something you said earlier on. Just really, you you said. Oh, oh, little-
0: oh, wait, oh wait, no one can hear right. Only <laughs> me, right? One second, but one okay. second. <laughs> oh. No, no. Okay, Jumanajaya. Jaya?
1: Okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here.
0: We can't hear you. How do we, what's wrong?
1: Oh. I'm unmuted. Can you hear me now, Miraj?
0: No, it, it, it's... I hear you, <laughs>
1: Jumanajaya. Jaya. Okay.
0: Oh, sure. okay now go ahead yeah
1: okay yeah. you can hear me now maraj i was yeah. oh, i was i was just saying that i i loved maraj's description of where he would go i could see it in my mind especially you at, at Shridhar, <laughs> but i i loved um oh how beautiful your home is you guys um, <laughs> um <laughs> it's so beautiful <laughs> looking at everything um but i was at the beginning of class maraj you sort of had this nice progression. You were talking about the, uh, uh, the association, like that one person who associated with your devotees. And it seemed like the directory was association, faith, remorse, and then take instruction. And I love that little, um, that little progressive path, particularly the, the remorseful part. And then the, the person can really use it very remorseful. And then what do I do with it? I, I, take instruction to try to correct. So I really love that, that little progression you have a lot. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you, Jamuna Jaya. I kind of like this tripod thing. It's kind of easy. Um, okay, a few people say hello and then we'll. Anybody want to say hello?
1: Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Namaskar,
0: here. Hare Hi. Good. Anybody else? Hello, Maharaj. Thank you for class. Isabel, Hare Krishna. Say hello to Jamuna uh, Bihari and Leela. Hi, guys. <laughs> Good to see you. Beautiful home. <laughs> <laughs> OK, Haribo. Bo. Good. Anybody else? Hari Krishna, And Valgamenda. Wow, that <laughs> looks really mystical there in the dark. What happened? <laughs> I, I think it's just the way that the it's shining at the moment. Oh, man. It's his effulgence. The level of your chastity never ceases to me. <laughs> okay, anybody else? But you got to earn it, Lal. <laughs> Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. References. Oh, say hello.
1: Hello. Hey, guys,
0: hey. How are you? Beautiful okay
1: That's how do you go you, you said dissatisfaction
0: is such a wonderful thing what's that dissatisfaction is such a wonderful thing so i take that oh, oh, oh wow i'd rather be satisfied and do the right thing but yeah. if i do the wrong thing i'd rather get a little kick mm. <laughs> okay how are you both Thank you. Oh. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharas, thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. Haribo. Anybody else?
1: Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thanks for the class.
0: Oh, Say hello. Hare Maharaj. Can... <laughs> Hare Krishna. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Okay, thank you, Suryadaka. Okay, Haribo. Okay. Thank you. Okay, anybody else? Okay, I'm going to end now.